Hey everyone, and thank you for listening to Nourish and Lift. Um, again, I could have not done this without stumbling across Anchor. Um, I was looking for a free podcast, and Anchor is definitely where it's at. I love the music that they have, the background music that they got going on. I love how you can customize everything to yourself, just like a regular podcast. And basically, all the tools is in the app, which I love. So definitely have to check it out. Go to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you all and thanks again for Anchor for making this happen. Thanks. Hey everyone and happy hump day. It is Wednesday. I hope everybody's still grinding through the middle of the week. Um, It is also my ninth episode. I keep chugging along. Thank you all for listening, supporting, and let's get started. Uh, So definitely, I saw a quote today um, on my way because I'm driving. Uh, I drove my mom to the airport because she flew in Wednesday last week, so I drove her back today. She's flying back to Illinois. And on my way back, I saw this sign on my way there, and I saw this sign on my way back, but it says, uh, putting the focus on flows good energy, and I think that's important, I think that's true, um, because a lot of times we lose focus of a lot of things, and so if we can, you know, channel our innerness, our inner happiness, our inner thoughts and we try to focus on that one thing that's important or even if there's many but the one thing that's really important to you to make you you um, I do feel that the good energy because sometimes other people notice that and other people you know vibe off that and have good energy and it seems like the universe is pulling everything closer to you, um, to that focus and to giving you that confidence, that energy. Um, I feel like that is important. And, uh, you know, I know with my mom here, there's a lot of things that, you know, we talked about and stuff. And, um, right now I'm just in a process for myself. And this is also good because it was the new year, you know, we're in February, the new year is not over yet. And, you know, everybody has these big goals in January. And a lot of people have a good focus and good energy the first week. Um, So again, like I encourage all y'all to keep grinding, keep focused, you know, channel that good energy. And like, keep going, push yourself to a limit that you've never been pushed before. Uh, if you need, you know, help from anybody or you need, you know, a friend or maybe a coach at your gym or a personal trainer at your gym, you know, get like have them tell them your goals, tell them what you want to, you know, do and like what your main focus is. So that way, when they see you, you know, they can channel that good energy and give that to you as a positive feedback and make you push harder. Um, So I always find it really good when I go to my CrossFit gyms and everyone that I've been to, I've told them a goal of mine. And even on my days that I'm not feeling it and I'm just there just to be there, uh, somehow, you know, 
they they feel that they you know they see something's different or they just get that vibe that mm, you seem a little off today what you know what what's going on like talk to me uh so it's good when you have another person um that can see feel and hear all of that so and you definitely want to be pushed and encouraged and those type of people will push and encourage you you know um, coaches, personal trainers, family, friends, uh, you know, even if you're in school, teachers, um, you know, I find it very important even if, you know, yeah, you're working out, but, you know, you're also in school at the same time or your child's in school um, and even athletic coaches, you know, if you are in high school and you're in football or basketball or track, you know, anything like that, um, tell somebody, tell somebody your goals and don't feel stupid. Don't feel like you, you're embarrassed. Um, because a lot of people do feel like they come off dumb and like they feel embarrassed to tell anybody because they feel like that's an unrealistic goal to like have any focus on, which is not true. So be very spoken about it. You know, tell people about it. The more you tell, the more good energy feedback that you'll get and the more encouraged you'll be to keep going after that goal. Um, but like while my mom was in town, you know, I was, you know, we were going over like just, you know, shooting, kind of like shooting the shit, you know, just going over things and goals and like possibilities. And, you know, a lot of possibilities got me excited that I feel like could very well happen. Um, so it's just, for me, you know, I'm in a place that I am trying to see if I want to become a firefighter. Um, my husband's been doing it. I've been around it. Uh, but at the same time, it's, you know, it's, it's does that goal fit for me? Um, am I, is that, yes, it sounds badass. It sounds like, you know, like, oh, you're this awesome heavyweight CrossFitter and you can do this. And, you know, and you know, you got this and you, you're, you'll be really good and potential. Um, it all sounds so good. And that's the thing is something that sounds so good. You're like, Oh yeah, yeah. Like, but there's also other things that you might not be good at, um, that you've tried and maybe some boundaries and like humps that you're trying to like overcome and get over and trying to put that focus on it. But, um, there can be some defeat and along this journey um that I'm doing and you know trying to be fit and trying to keep practicing with the weighted vest on the stair stepper and conditioning myself more um it, it is challenging and it, it's a lot harder than I anticipated to be honest um, a lot of it is mental um but a lot of it also is you know my legs like I, I need to make sure my legs can endure that um endure that pain endure that you know, condition of it. So, uh, it's, it's been hard. It's been challenging. Uh, yes, you know, the self doubt comes into play, but you know, I'm also struggling with, you know, trying to, you know, cut down. So like, you know, I, you know, quit my job in October and that's of course around the main holidays of food and then you know January came and I made a goal um and it's just it's it it seems so easy it really does uh, but 
I have a lot of personal stuff that is going on, and I'm trying to make sure everything's good. Uh, I have a spouse that is somewhat on the same page as me, um, and that's hard because you want somebody to be 100% on your side, but I only feel like it's only 80%, so that other 20% is um, defeat. It's I'm trying. So it really is right now, you know, me versus me, and that's the same, you know, for anybody. It's, you know, you have close people, close friends, and, you know, family and spouses or mothers and sisters, brothers, daughters. Um, so, you know, that's why I tell my coaches or, you know, my sister, she's my best friend and she's my closest and, you know, we're, she's 23 and I'm 29. So like we share a lot now more similarities and, you know, I, I, she's very book smart and like, um, especially when it comes to like, uh, like vocabulary and she uses a lot of bigger words than I do, <laughs> but, um, you know, she's also writing paper still. Okay. She's, she went to university. I just graduated from high school and that was it. Um, but, but no, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just nice to like, even know that there's times where I know that I give very, you know, straightforward advice, like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, like, hey, you know, you should be doing this, like, why aren't you doing this? So I kind of like try to figure out deeper into the puzzle, instead of just putting the pieces together, like I'm trying to figure deeper into that puzzle. So that way, we're not just putting the pieces together, we're gluing those pieces together, and they're not going to go anywhere um, to make you more of a stronger person. And I'm very strong headed, I'm very, you know, stubborn in some ways, but I'm also a good listener and I want to help you figure that out. Like, I don't want you to be upset. I want you to feel that way. I don't want anybody to feel like that way because, uh, you know, I've overcame a lot in my personal stuff that's been going on too, because, you know, I've been bullied and, you know, and it was hard a lot. And, you know, me and my sister never really got along. And, um, you know, there's things that I did on my own. Like I, you know, left my family because, you know, I didn't feel like anybody believed in me. They wouldn't listen to me. Um, I wasn't being heard. So I did my own thing. And I, you know, I had my one friend that was there for me throughout everything. And still the, to this day, you know, he's always going to be there for me and listen to me. So, um, you know, I, I we, we need that. We, we all need that type of person. But at the same time, we need to make sure we have our own mentality our own advice and our own establishments of what kind of person we are. You know, it doesn't matter what other people think or what other people say or try to do, you know, it's not their happiness. This is my happiness. So, you know, that's the same advice I want to give out to you guys. Um, anybody that's been listening consistently with me, like I'm, I'm very passionate about other people. I am very passionate about health and fitness. I am very passionate about getting people to their full potential and noticing that their full potential because I've been there and I don't want anybody to feel left out. I don't want anybody to feel de, you know, or not determined, um, like distraught or just, I don't want anybody to feel like they're incapable of doing something. 
and you are because I understand if you're in a rough patch. I understand if you started something and then you stopped. I understand all of it. Like, I understand if you've been bullied. I understand if you feel like you're at the end wits of everything and you just want to leave or whatever. Like, I understand. I've been there and I felt that. And having that one person of belief and having myself to say, you know what, I got a lot of good in me versus this evil versus anybody else's evil. I, I have a lot of good. I have a lot I need to keep showing and showing up. And it's only going to make me happier. It's going to grow my happiness. It's going to keep that good energy flowing. It's going to draw that extra good energy from other people towards me. And it's going to make me shine. It's going to make me, you know, show up, be there, be bright, be part of a team, be part of anything. Just be part of me, you know, myself. So, uh, so yeah, so I, I really feel like seeing that quote today was something I needed. Uh, just because I'm, I'm, you know, if you're the type of person like, <clears throat> you know, yeah, here's plan A, but what about plan B? You know, like I need a backup. Or I need even a backup off of that backup, like of things that I could do. Um, you know, like I've already seen myself fail a couple times and, you know, I got one more shot to do this. And, you know, mentally it's really frustrating and discouraging. And, yeah, it questions myself. But I got to keep pushing. I got to keep moving forward. I got to put still put the same effort in as I have been doing. And if I make it all the way through, I make it all the way through. And that's going to be great. But, you know, if I don't, then, you know, I'm a believe either I didn't put enough work in or I did put enough work in and it's just truly like not meant for me. You know, it's just one of those things that it's like, Hey, like, you know, I believe that things, you know, happen for a reason. And I believe that the universe works in mysterious ways and, you know, brings things together and, you know, maybe that's just something saying, hey, yeah, you want to do that and you want that, but do you need that? You know, like it's the same thing. Is it a need or is it a want? Just because you know that, you know, somebody's been doing this for a very long time and they know people and everything and you think it would be easy. So you're like, oh, yeah, I want that. But do I need it? You know, is that is that a need for me? Um, so there's a lot of things, but and again, it's, it's about you. Um, so, you know, uh, I, I, I will be guilty of it. I was looking for kind of like a pat on the head, good job, or, you know, like you're doing this or you keep going, you know, stuff like that. Um, and you know, I'm, I was looking for that person to, I guess, guide me in that way. Like I was looking for that person to like, tell me exactly what I need to do. I was looking for that person to just, yeah, again, just, just tell me, like, just, I'll follow you, um, type thing. You know, I wasn't doing some of the stuff for me just because I was, uh, it's unfamiliar territory. So, you know, that does happen in some cases where if it's unfamiliar territory, you know, you just want to find that person that, you know, that knows it and you want to like, just follow them and, you know, you try to be them. Um, but in some cases that doesn't work out for you yourself. 
because it's, again, it's not your path. That's not, you didn't know if you wanted that. Like that person knew since they've been 15, 16, that they wanted that. So, but I didn't know. And I still, to this day, I'm almost 30 years old. Like, I don't know, like what I want, you know, in a way. Um, I know what I'm, I know what I do need and I know what I do want and I know what I'm really good and passionate at and it's it's people it's helping people and it's also with the healthcare. Um, you know I went from doing mortgages you know for people and helping them you know get into their house or saving their house and then I switched over to healthcare. Um, you know trying to make sure that people get the correct treatments and that you know they're in that they don't have to worry about paying for it because you know we want to make sure their insurance pays for it so you know I spent a lot of time on the phone fighting with insurance fighting for that patient because they need that they need this treatment it's a lot of you know there's some patients that I had it's a it's literally a live or die and if they don't get this treatment then you know it's, this isn't good they don't have that time so you know I found myself a lot um you know, in working for, you know, Wells Fargo, when I worked and did the, helped out with the underwriting and settlement of house mortgage, and then worked in the bankruptcy um, for foreclosures and trying to help, uh, you know, people save their homes and everything, and then switch over to healthcare and, you know, doing now, you know, having their insurance prove their treatment plans and, you know, having them give extra time or maybe actually treating the conditions that they have. Um, so, and out of all of that, I'm a fighter. I, I know I'm a fighter. I, I, I know that I'm here for people. Uh, I don't, and I'm a, and I guess in some ways, you know, I'm a physical fighter too. Like I will fight for what's right. I will fight for those people that need it. Like I, I know I need my own shit, but they need it more. Um, yeah, I can whine and boo-hoo about what I got, but I'm happy right now with what I got. Could I have more? Yeah, I could have more, but I don't know if that's why I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to do or like, you know, channel tuition or, you know, like type thing. Like I'm, I'm here to fight for people and know what's right and what's wrong. Like I'm here to be fighting for the good, not the evil. Um, so that's one thing I know that's very common in everything that I've done up to this point. And this is, you know, another reason why I wanted to have a podcast because I want people that are listening to understand that like, Hey, like you can be upset and down and you might need like little advice to here and there to pick you up, but I'm going to be here to fight for you. And I'm very passionate about that. And you know, if you need any type of help of anything, uh, I will do my darnest to like, do it, you know, I'll do my very best to help and to fight and do what I need to do. Um, and at the same time, it's gratification, you know, um, you know, satisfaction at the end of the day and gratitude and happiness because, you know, when the good does win and you have that person that's very strong headed fighting for you, a lot of times the evil will give up because it's exhausting. Um, and I don't quit. And you can actually ask a lot of my family. I, I don't quit. I will 
wear you down to make you give up and to make you give in and to make you see my way. Um, and I'm not saying I'm right every time, but most of the time when you sit there and you actually think about it, it all makes sense. And, you know, you do get that gratification and that satisfaction and happiness coming through and that support and that like warm comfort, you know, of just saying, okay, I'm listening. Okay. I got it. I I understand what you're saying now. I'm there. I'm right with you. And that's what you need. That's what everybody needs. And, um, and and that's going to show, uh, like I said, that good energy will keep flowing and that's going to show it's going to help out with others and it's going to help out with yourself and find yourself and find out who you really are and what you're good here for. And, you know, that's why I've also been thinking because I've done it in the past of doing occupational therapy and I actually started going to school uh, when we were in Tennessee and getting my general education out of the way um, and was going to do it 100%. Um, but unfortunately, you know, we did have to move back. Uh, it, it was just because my husband wasn't happy with the type of job that he was in. So, and I get it if you're not, you know, this is his career, his job and, um, you know, what he has known that he wanted to do and this certain base just didn't run calls they didn't run county calls they didn't run outside calls or anything and there's hardly any civilians that live on base and so he's basically just getting paid to play video games and that's not you know that wasn't him Um, maybe if he was you know 50 getting ready to retire yeah but you know he wasn't he just turned 30 and that's not who he is and He's the type of person that has to keep moving, keep working with his hands, keep mentally working and challenging himself. And so, yeah, so um, it is hard and I get that. And I'm going to put this out there because it is hard when you're married. It is hard when you have a spouse and it's hard when you kind of like there are very lot of similarities that we have, but there's a lot of differences that we have also. Um, and it does, I feel like, I mean, if you do the research, it does, but I'm an older sibling of four and he's a younger, he's the youngest sibling of three. So there's a lot of older maturity and, you know, overthinking and thinking. And, um, I really didn't have a lot to like, I guess to like, I I didn't have anybody, like, you know, older than me as an older sibling to, like, have advice or talk to or, you know, just kind of, like, feel like the younger sibling. Um, You know, it's kind of like, oh, well, my parents put so much pressure on me versus my sister. Like, my sister has some pressure. My brother has hardly any pressure. And then my youngest sister, um, which she's three years apart from my son... Uh, you know, it's, she, she's the baby. She gets away with a lot more versus what me and my sister and brothers, uh, especially me and my sister, my, me and Hannah, um, we're six years apart. So especially with me and her, like we see our younger siblings, my brother and my other younger sister, like we see them get away with, you know, so much. And we're like, oh my God, like that never happened with us. 
so it's kind of, um, you know, being the youngest sibling, it's kind of like you get away with a lot more. So it's, it's kind of like, oh, I'll do it, you know, forgive me later or, oh, I'm young, like, you know, in some ways, I can't think of the word I'm trying to say, but, but yeah, so, um, so there are things, reckless, that's what I was trying to look for, so, like, when you're very young, you know, the youngest sibling, you're kind of a little more reckless than being the oldest sibling, having your parents put a lot of pressure and having, like, younger siblings looking up to you, um, you know, you can't be as reckless, I mean, there's times where I was reckless, but I couldn't been as reckless, like, I couldn't get away with it every time, you know, so, those times that I was reckless, like, there was consequences to follow behind it, so, like, there was more consequences with me, um, and just, you know, kind of the way my husband grew up and everything like that, like, it just seems like there wasn't as much consequences for him, um, as there versus was in my childhood, so that does play a big part in, you know, differences as well, um, because, you know, not every time you're going to see eye to eye, because, sometimes you think, yeah, it's okay to be reckless every once in a while, but hey, like, we need to come back to a realization, and like, we really need to like, do this and focus on that, um, you know, my husband, he can focus on it when he really likes something, he, you know, he does focus on it, but, uh, sometimes I don't feel like it's all in my favor, and I just kind of go along with it, and I'm just like, okay, you know, I'm just long for the ride in some ways, but, um, but at the same time, I, I, I do agree with some of the things that he does, um, but not everything, of course. So, uh, again, you know, I, if you're in a situation that's kind of like that, um, you know, like where you turn to your spouse because you want, you know, you want your spouse to support you a hundred percent, you know, like, you know, you were there to supporting them. Like you just want that same support back. I, I get it when you don't get all that support that you feel like you gave and you don't get any return, not saying any, you don't get as much in return. Like you get a couple, but it just seems like almost like that's impatient for them. Like it's not a good enough timing, you know, especially if you've been doing it for so long, like me and my husband been together for 10 years and in our 10 years, we've moved nine times and bought two houses and, and that nine times. So um, there was a lot of give and take, and when you're older, it just seems like, um, you know, there is a lot of give and take, it's like, okay, well, if I do this, like, hey, I need you to compromise on this, and, um, and then you start compromising even more, and more, and more, and it's just like, when you get to a point, you're like, what the fuck, like, no, I should have put my foot down, like, no, like, I should have made this not as easy compromise, so, uh, but again, it's all about finding that happiness, like, do you really need your spouse's, you know, um, support 100%, if you know you're not going to get it 100%, so, you know, that's where you kind of turn to yourself as in, like, okay, well, do I just do it just to do it? And, you know, make me, that makes me happy. Um, and you know, will it make them happy? You know, you would think that, you know, you want to, you know, if you're happy and they see you're happy that they would be happy. And sometimes it doesn't work like that. 
So, again, if you have been in a, a relationship that you've kind of compromised a little too much, so, and what I mean by that is, okay, we're moving from here to here. Okay, well, I've always wanted to live, you know, in the mountains or near water. Okay, so, like, you know, my first, I, I wanted to be in the mountains. Like, yeah, okay, you know, you, we need to compromise on that. Um, and then as time goes on, then it's almost like you compromise from that compromise. Okay, well, maybe we don't have to live, like, in the mountains, but, like, we can live, like, you know, close enough that we can drive to it. And then you kind of compromise off that compromise. Okay, well, I guess we can live, you know, more in the woods. That's woodsy. And, you know, buy, or buy some, like, water. Like, have a little bit of, like, water, you know, like. And then, you, you know, you kind of compromise off that compromise. Okay, well... Maybe we'll live in, a, like, a small subdivision that has a little bit of woods. You know, we're not on top of each other. I don't want to be on top of each other. So that's what I mean. You compromise off compromise off compromise. Um, and some people don't realize they do it. And to be honest, I didn't realize I did it until you kind of sit in it. And you kind of bask in it. And you're kind of like, well, fuck. Like, we could have made this work if we would have done this. Like, are you fucking serious? Like, what the fuck? So it's kind of like... I'm in a point in my life that is, if they're not going to be happy when they see me happy, I'm not compromising. I've compromised enough. Like, I'm not compromising anymore. Um, but if you guys ever feel like you're in that situation, like, don't substitute your happiness for compromise. Um, if you're happy, be vocal about it. Tell them why you're happy. Tell them that this is the reason what makes me happy. But if you want to be in my happiness and my happy circle, then you need to compromise, you know, especially if you've given a lot of compromise compared to the other. And yes, it sucks when you have to compare to compare, but it, you can't have one person not be happy and have one person that's outstanding happy, okay? A relationship should be 50-50. Not one person should wear the pants. It should be one leg in each pant leg, okay? You need to come in the middle. You need to be in the middle. You need to both be happy. Um, so, again, if you're in that situation, I've been there, I've done that, but the best thing you can do is find your voice and tell you, you not everybody, and especially guys, you know, they're like, I can't read your mind. I get it. No, any guy cannot read a woman's mind or unless they're like, you know, some type of telekinesis or whatever you call them things. I, I don't know. I don't really watch those shows. But, um, yeah, so definitely the best thing that you can do is do not, do not, you know, compromise your own happiness. Um, it's, it's not worth it. I'm not saying like I'm there now. I'm just trying to find myself in a career and at the same time, I want to help people. Like, I, I want to be there. And so when I go to the CrossFit gym, that's my happiness. That's where I know I can help people. And then when I have, you know, athletes that I've coached text me outside and asking me, hey, you know, what do you think I should do here? Or what do you think, is this okay to eat? Or, hey, like, you know, I'm really hurting here. Like, what do you recommend? And, like, so I'm helping them in the gym and I'm helping them outside the gym. Like, and that makes me happy. That makes me happy when I can text them or call them or email them, you know, back and forth. And 
give them. Like that makes me happy. That that energy makes me good because usually when that happens, that's when I'll start actually cleaning the house. <laughs> cleaning the house is not my happiness, but it has to be done. But I find it, you know, more satisfying whenever I'm communicating with my clients, you know, in between and I'm like, okay, I'm going to spend a little five minutes here. Okay. And then, okay, now I'm going to go back, give them a little bit more of my time. Okay. Now I'm going to go back, you know, cause like, Hey, you know, that just made me feel really good about them. They said that they feel good after, you know, the advice that I gave them and you know, they're feeling a little bit more mobile and it's like, okay, cool. Awesome. Or they hit a PR because they actually listened and like, you know, and followed like kind of, kind of like a little bit of a programming that I gave to them and, you know, they're like, okay, hey, like those tips and like what you said by doing this like strength of like, you know, like a four by four or this five by five or a three by three. Like, okay, cool. Thanks. That makes me happy. And I know I need to find something like that that makes me happy. And, um, you know, let's be realistic. If I had money and I was a gym owner, then, you know, that'd make me outstanding happy. I'd love to be a CrossFit box gym owner. But I, I don't have those funds. I don't have that credit. I, like, I, to be honest, we've moved so much. We've exhausted, like, a lot of our savings. And, like, we're rebuilding that. So it's like, okay, well, maybe in the next three years, okay? So then I need to focus on that, you know? Like, I need to focus on, you know, coaching more at this gym, kind of taking more responsibilities. And, like, you know, letting the owner know, like, where my path, my head is. And maybe, you know, trying to buy into a share with that, you know, in the next future, um, that's very possibility. And, you know, those are things that, you know, I look forward to with like, of, okay, what, what is that possibility? Like, okay, let, let me try to focus, channel that good energy in and, and present that. Um, because then that kind of like makes everybody happy in a way. Um, so yeah, so don't compromise and compromise and compromise off your happiness. Don't, don't just settle just to settle, um, you know, still be outspoken, still be, you know, strong headed and know in your heart what's right and what's wrong. And, you know, I'm not saying like it will happen right away. And if it does happen right away for you, like that's exactly what you need. Like, that's good. Keep it going. Keep the snowball going, make it big, keep it going. Do not let that little flame of happiness go out. Keep that flame getting bigger, bigger, brighter, and warming yourself up. And it's it, and you're gonna and at the end you're not gonna feel like I should have, I should have done this, or I wish I would have done this. You know, you're not gonna find yourself saying, "Well, I wish I could have done this," or "Well, I should have." Um, so when you you know, when you start saying those things, then you're not, you're not happy because if you were happy, you wouldn't have been saying, well, I wish I would have done this or I should have done this or I regret this. Then you're, you're unhappy about something. There's something that you're unhappy about and there's something that you need to fix. You need to fix that. You need to work on that. You need to get that damn happiness back. You need to, and if it takes, it literally, it takes me to kind of go back to my childhood of you know, I remember when I was in first grade, it takes me to go back to my childhood to play through, of, okay, from then until now, what are the things that I've done that made me happy? What places did I go that make me happy? 
and what I mean by that, like, what places did I go, like, okay, well, what places did I go that made me happy, that I went multiple times, that made me more happy, and maybe I can see myself living there and building something there, you know, that's what I mean, um, and, you know, what, what things that I do, or hobbies, you know, what hobbies that did I do when I was younger that people saw potential in me? Because then guess what? That could have been a career. That could have been my career. And a lot of mine was sports, um, especially track and field. I did go to state in Peoria, Illinois for the 800 meter run. Um, I, I, I was really good in the county. Like I placed first in the county of Sangamon County, but I... I think it was at 11. I placed seventh. I want to say it was 11. I know there's, I know there's 10 for sure, but at Peoria County, um, those other county girls that I didn't really, you know, really go against, or, you know, they just got better than me. Uh, I placed seventh out of 11th, but you know, I, but I made it, I made it to, to state. Like I made it, like I put some hard work in to make it to state. I put hard work in to break some records at Pawnee High School, or Middle School. I wasn't, that wasn't high school, it was middle school when I went there, um, seventh or eighth grade when I went. I still have my ribbons, I could just, they're packed away, but, but that's what I mean. It's like, okay, well, if I, I know I'm good at sports, I know people saw potential at me in sports, okay, so could I have been like an Olympian track, like, you know, running track? doing cross country and stuff I could have been you know I could have went to Olympics or I could have been like an Olympic coach or I could have just been a, a coach for an athletic team or I could have been a PE teacher for a really nice you know high school with you know and like you know did the coaching and stuff like that coached a high school team to go to state or something like those are those are different things that I could have done and I should have put my focus on instead of not feeling like not knowing what I was was going to do like I felt like I was lost and it took me a while to realize what I what I am good at and it actually took me a moment to actually go back and channel what you know growing up what I've done and things that I've done and like you know oh shit maybe if I would have focused on going to like you know getting my associates in sports uh, you know or you know, science, sports science or something like that. Maybe I could have, I could have made something a little more of myself or, well, shit, maybe I could have done physical therapy. You know, that's in sports. I could have been a physical therapist for a sports team. You know, it's kind of like, well, maybe I should have, I should have done that. That That's good paying money. I travel, get to go places. So th that's what I mean by trying to focus on what you were good at from the start of, you know, kindergarten or, you know, when you were three years old until now, you know, like wherever age you're at now, like what were places you were at that you went multiple times? What made you happy? Maybe you could establish yourself there and build something off of that. What, what were you good at? Like, were you good at math? Like, were you pretty good at doing like mathematician stuff or geometry or, you know, then you could have done an engineer for a company. Um, or, you know, were you good with working with your hands? You found yourself more in, like, the mechanical shop in high school? Uh, you know, like, you felt like you did better, like, in that? Like, or, like, you know, type of agriculture-like stuff? Like, 
you know, maybe you could have been a parks ranger or maybe you could have done welding, you know, like do like outdoor things. Like, like those are things that you need to realize, did that make you happy? And if it made you happy, it filled your happiness and it fueled you. And then that's a start. That is a start for you to build off of. And you need to keep building off of it. Even if you're almost 30 years old, keep building off of it. I'm, like I said, like I have found something that I know that I think I'm going to work towards and I'm going to keep building off that. And that is CrossFit right now. And I'm not saying I'm going to be a, you know, CrossFit Games champion, but I could possibly be a really good CrossFit Games athlete coach. I, I'm really good at like helping with form and programming and getting people stronger. It's It's been proven. I know I'm good at that. So it's like, okay, so I need to go to school. I need to understand CrossFit. I need to go to more CrossFit seminars, maybe reach out to CrossFit and, you know, stay in contact with the gym owner at my CrossFit box and do that. Find somebody that's willing to go the distance, the miles, for you to be their coach and coach them to the games. It's a possibility. And it's a possibility that, I, you know, I'm willing to step into and try to find. But it's, a, you know, also a possibility that maybe I could become a firefighter, too. And I can give back to my community. I can help people. You know, and if I'm a firefighter, then I can do more, like, you know, I could do YouTube videos and like stuff or, you know, coaching with, you know, health and fitness with that too. Or I could go and go to school what I wanted to do, you know, back in Tennessee and kind of finish what I started of becoming an occupational therapist, helping people, helping people live everyday lives, helping people, you know, figure out like, yes, unfortunately, maybe they were in an accident they had to have their arm amputated now they have to learn how to use you know with one arm and their legs you know to do certain things you know they have certain limits now and I need to go to their homes and help them and figure that out and then even out in public you know help them figure that out in ways that they can still work out with you know with just one arm still be the same person that they always were so those are things that, you know, we all need to understand for ourselves. We need to understand ourselves. We don't need to understand other people. We just need to make sure we understand ourselves first. You know, we, our happiness comes first. Our health comes first. And it's not you're selfish at all. You know, we want to make sure that we're happy. We're living and making sure that we're happy and we're living. And then we can help other people do the same. So, but other than that, I just wanted to, again, just go over all of that. And it's just something that was just kind of weighing on me and I wanted other people to understand and help out. I don't know why that person was honking, but, um, but yeah, I just want another person to understand I've. I've been there, done that. Um, I've been there and still doing that. And I've been there and I'm working through that. And I'm going to make sure I come out on top. And I'm going to do 
what makes me happy and I hope that other people follow and I hope everybody else does the same and finds their voice in that way too so but it is Wednesday hump day keep grinding keep those resolutions going do not take no for an answer do not think that you can fail and it's okay to fail in some ways yes but right now no do not give up and if you know if you messed up fucked up it's okay you know what just get right back on it it's gonna it's gonna work out as long as you just keep going through the motions and keep putting that 80% there of showing up at 20% and actually doing the work so same thing abs are made in the kitchen 20% as food dieting <laughs> So, keep it going. I believe in you. You got this. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. And I will think of some more things we can talk about and do. And um, and I'll kind of do a little bit more on the Nourish side. I think I got some other stuff that could be good in regarding to supplementation and um maybe some intermittent fasting, you know, I know some people are putting more stuff out there with that, so, you know, is it good, is it bad, Mm -hmm. I don't know, we will find out, but I'll do more research, and, like, um, there's more books I'm reading, so I'll dive into that, um, and just let you guys know, keep grinding, and as well as I am, keep grinding, and let you guys know where I'm at, and my journey of finding which career I'm going to be doing here soon, and, Oh, also, if any of you guys are Hobby Lobby lovers, you need to go check out Kirkland's. Um, I found one here in Virginia, and oh my god, and I just stumbled on it. Uh, It is like, it's better quality, like furniture compared to Hobby Lobby, but it's like, uh, it's like Hobby Lobby, like jacked up. It is gorgeous. So, Kirkland's is what it's called. You can even go online and shop with them. But you should check them out if you're all into this, like, boho, beachy, or farmhouse look. Uh, They're amazing. They got good quality stuff. And I need to work there part-time just to pay for my stuff from them. (laughs) So, other than that, enjoy it. It is beautiful out. Keep it going. Keep it grinding. All right. Stay tuned. Until next time.